Welcome to season two of Employee Buzz, a podcast about reaching, engaging, and motivating employees. This season, we'll continue to bring you fresh perspectives and expert advice on employee communication. You'll hear from new guests about new topics. And as always, we'll finish with a fun game. Okay, let's dive right in. Here's your host, Alyssa Zeff. Welcome back, everybody, to season two of Employee Buzz. I am Alyssa Zeff, your Jeopardy-loving, Broadway junkie, boxer-in-training host. I'm here with Allison Davis, founder and CEO of Davis & Company. Allison, can you tell our listeners something they may not know about you? Well, maybe in a minute, but first I want to know boxers or briefs. (laughs) No, boxing, like I'm going to beat people up boxing. Oh, good. All right. right. (laughs) Well, I'm continuing to fight the good fight on trying to transform town halls everywhere. That that continues to be my 2020 goal. Awesome. Very exciting. Well, I appreciate you being here to kick off this season. You helped us kick off our first season. So it's great that you're here again. You and I recently worked together on an infographic, which was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And it was 20 trends internal communicators need to know for 2020. Well, it would be great to sit here and chat about all 20. We um, don't have, nobody has time for nobody, that. <laughs> nobody has time for that. Commercial, side note, please go to our website and check out the infographic if you'd like to see all 20. But today we're going to focus on a select few. And I think what we've chosen to focus on are ones that revolve around channels. Yep. Because our listeners and internal communicators control or influence a lot of these channels. And I think this could be very helpful and insightful for them. The first trend I want to talk about is decluttering. You and I have both done a lot of decluttering in our homes recently. Yes, we have. Following Marie Kondo or whoever we choose to follow to declutter. But what's interesting is if you look at the trend of decluttering, and I saw a quote um, that really jumped out at me from an expert. In an age of overconsumption, getting rid of unnecessary items can bring people a sense of personal relief and pride. And that's when this really jumped out at me for communication as well, because I think communicators need to think about decluttering what they have. We've been privileged that there are so many great tools for communicating. And a lot of people say, I need that and I want that and I want that. And that's great. But then you kind of lose impact of all of them. Well, and it's actually interesting because just as in our own personal lives, It's much easier to add something than to take it away. Yes. And I think my advice would be do an audit. Yeah. Use the information, use data to figure out which channels are most effective, and then those are the ones that you keep. Yes. And I I mean, the burden I feel like is on us communicators to relieve the burden of employees. If they're overloaded, it's partly our fault. And we need to think about how we can make their lives easier and clearer and less... Decluttered. Decluttered, (laughs) yes. Excellent. Okay, so let's assume that we've decluttered and now we're left with the best channels, the most impactful channels, the most effective channels. Let's talk about the trends that are out there that could help communicators make these channels as effective as possible. We'll start with email. Boy, love it, hate it, right? Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's interesting because, you know, in the doing the research for this 20 Trends, 
I found a lot of things that continue to say email is about to go away. And yet email is not going to go away. And in fact, uh, 95% of organizations are using email. And 63% of communicators say they don't see email going away. So email is here to stay, at least for the time being. So that means we've got to do a better job of using email. I think we could say it could use an extreme makeover. We could say that. To give email an extreme makeover, I think we need to reduce the content. I think a lot of the challenges that our clients face is trying to put too much into one email, which means that it's lost on employees completely. Yep. And one of the best things to do is to make it scannable, make it visual. People think that email is just words, but visual emails are very well received. Well, and I think we can think of email, we just talked about decluttering. Any way that you reduce the content of one email or you reduce the number of emails is a win. You're not going to get to zero, but if you could reduce by 25%, for example, the number of words, that would be great. That would be helpful for people. I just spoke to a client recently who's really making a concerted effort to not use email as a standalone channel. And what that means, it is purely a vehicle to help drive traffic to their other channels, whether it's to a news hub or to an intranet or to a video. It's just a gentle reminder, which keeps content very small and also helps improve the impact of the channels where the content really lives. That's a great idea. All right. Another channel that could use an extreme makeover is video. Yes, indeed. No one wants to watch another talking head. What's hot? What's going on in video these days? What are the trends? Well, I mean, when we look outside in the world of video, there's some exciting stuff going on. And I think one of the things to remember is our internal video needs to be as dynamic as what you see on YouTube. And part of the one trend that's really interesting is what they're calling live video, which sounds a little bit of an oxymoron. But what it means is the ability for people to watch events as they're occurring live. You can think of sporting events, you can think of political debates, anything like that. And internally, that's really cool because there are so many things that we could be streaming live. We don't have to wait. We don't have to, you know, do a lot extensive editing. It could be this, our CEO is speaking at a conference. You can watch him or her live. Yeah, I mean, or if you're hosting an event internally, don't just think about the people who are in the room. You can assign somebody to quote live stream and open the audience to all of your employees, regardless of whether they're in the room. Yeah. You know, I think the social tools that we all use that you're talking about, Facebook, Instagram, they all have these live components now, and it's extremely popular. Every time I open Instagram, it's like so-and-so is live, so-and-so is live, so-and-so is live, and clearly it's working. And I think to, in order to do that in internal communication, we need to get over this sort of perfection problem. I just watched a video of a friend of mine as he was cross-country skiing. It was very, you know, it was very fun, but it wasn't very polished. And that's what we're used to as consumers. And we need to get more comfortable with that in, in internal. So what's another trend you're particularly excited about? Well, I'm always excited about print, quite frankly. And I, I know I, that makes me sound a little old fashioned, but I was very heartened to see in our research for 2020 trends that print books, for example, are still going strong. In fact, 
6.5 billion books were sold during the past 10 years as compared to only 1.8 billion ebooks. Wow. People are still liking the print experience. So, um, I, you know, one of the things I would encourage communicators to think about is what's the role of print in their mix? You talked about it. We have a mix. We have a choice of different channels, different vehicles. How do you inject some print into that mix? You know, we did some work for a healthcare company with some very creative use of print at a manufacturing facility yep. um, with some really cool cutouts and a lot of fun. That's certainly an obvious use for print when you're dealing with a workforce that doesn't have access to digital all the time to have these visual reminders. But it was also more than that. It was engaging. It was clever. The idea that people see something, they walk past it, it's in front of them. I think it really resonates with employees. Well, and it's interesting because we, a number of years ago, we did work for a technology company. And one of the things that we discovered is people who are staring at a screen all day actually prefer print too if they're going to have to learn about something. So print is certainly great in an environment where you have people who are non-wired, but it's also great as a relief to this, how we spend our time, which is, you know, 100% screens. Absolutely. And one that we always see is a real great place for print is benefits because of home mailers, because this is a point where spouses are often involved in the decision making and engaging them may often means sending something to the home and they like it, opening, looking at it. They may go to a website to choose or get more details, but that print, that touch, that look at it, it's definitely an area where print lives. Yep, it does. So email, video, print, those are some pretty classic vehicles that have been around for a while. But I'm kind of excited with trends with a little bit newer channels. So one that came up in our research are podcasts, which podcasts are literally making a lot of noise these days. 51% of U.S. consumers, that's 144 million people, have listened to a podcast. In addition to that, 62 million listen every single week. So they tune in week after week. That's pretty amazing. Those are numbers that you can't really ignore. So I think that as communicators, you have to recognize if people are doing this in their personal lives, like we've talked about with so many other trends, it will resonate for them at work as well. What are your thoughts on that? Well, and I think it speaks to, we talked about video a couple of minutes ago. It speaks to the fact that we don't have a lot of people who enjoy reading these days. Reading seems like a lot of work. So if employees can get some helpful information in another way, they can watch a video, they can listen to a podcast, that's great. That appeals to them. And so I think podcasts really speak to this idea that you, you could be in your car or you could be multitasking or whatever you're doing. And I think one of the things that's so appealing to people about podcasts is you get to hear people talk. It's person to person, as yeah. it were. So I think that it, it just has some really interesting potential in internal communication today. I do too. And the advice I would give is don't feel as it's another channel for the same information. Right. Identify it for what it is. A great model is Trader Joe's. They started an employee podcast that was sharing about what's happening around the company, but they ended up including advice like how long things should stay in a refrigerator. And it became so popular that it's now an external podcast as well for their customers. And I think what 
it shows is it's got to be interesting for people. Don't give me my business results. Don't give me the strategy update because I can get that in a lot of places. Talk to me. Let's have a conversation. Tell me something interesting. Keep my interest. And I think conversation is really important to that because people do want to hear from leaders, from experts, from peers, and the ability to listen, to, like we're doing right now, the ability to listen to people having a conversation and sharing information that way is very appealing to employees. That is a great transition. The last trend I want to talk about is conversation, specifically the rise of collaboration tools such as Yammer, Slack, Workplace, etc. What do you think the implications are for communicators with these tools? Well, it's interesting because I've had so many conversations with clients over the past several months about kind of them asking an existential question, what's my role in Yammer or what's my role in Slack or what's my role in any of, on any of these platforms? And it is true that these platforms can just sort of go along by themselves, but they have so much potential as when communicators think of them as one of the tools in their toolbox. And I really urge communicators to think about the fact that we have a very important role in terms of encouraging employees to communicate with each other via these tools, via other things. You know, we're no longer just information producers. Um, We certainly should not think of ourselves only as writers. We are producers, we are creators, and we are facilitators. So the question becomes, how do we tap into all of the knowledge that's in the organization and encourage people to ask questions, answer questions, raise objections, share ideas? You know, all of that is, has such value. I love that idea of positioning ourselves as facilitators of conversation and facilitators of dialogue. You know, I understand that's hard for communicators and especially communicators like me who are control freaks. (laughs) You know, you kind of have to let go a little bit of that fear and let go of the control and let it happen because if it feels forced, it's not going to work. If it feels like it's over monitored or edited, it's not going to work. But there's so much good knowledge throughout an organization that we as communicators don't have in our heads. And enabling people to share that information is so great. The other thing that's really powerful is as communicators, we can watch these conversations and get a great idea of what's on employees' minds Yes, based on what the conversations are happening, what questions they're asking. It gives us great concepts for the communication that we do have to create because we want to answer their questions. Yeah, and I, I, I'm glad you admitted your uh, control freak nature. <laughs> but I think it's very interesting because a lot of the things we talked about here today In order to be successful, communicators have to, and leaders have to lose control a little bit. They have to let go. I will not sing the theme song from the original (laughs) Frozen, (laughs) but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. But, you know, I started with talking about town halls. The best town halls are not completely scripted, are not completely controlled. The best videos are not. The best, you know, anything you can think about that we've talked about, if it's a little bit more spontaneous and authentic, it has a lot more value to people. Um, Absolutely. And it, that's a big change. It requires some thinking, some, some negotiating, maybe with some others in the organization. But it, it's really an important thing to think about. These are very exciting trends that mean a lot to us. And as communicators, I think we really have an opportunity to shake things up. Yep. And if you like these trends, there are 14 others on our infographics. So we really invite you to check those out. Definitely. 
As always, it is great to chat with you. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me again on Employee Buzz. Thanks for inviting me over. Now it's time to spin the wheel of games again. Oh gosh, I'm so afraid. Do I get to spin? Spin! Oh, I'm a terrible spinner. Spin it again. This is going to be completely different. Oh, that's better. That sounds better. What is it? What's the game? Oh my goodness, it's Box of Lies oh again. My God. What are the chances? <laughs> who would have known? Who would have thought? So for those of you at home who are not familiar with Box of Lies, feel free to uh, Google this and look at Jimmy Fallon's YouTube videos. In front of us, Allison and I each have a box that was created by our colleagues. We're going to open the box. Only I will be able to see what's in my box, and I'm going to repeat to Allison what I see. And she is going to tell me if she thinks I'm telling the truth or if I'm lying. And then Allison will do the same thing. Do you go first? Whatever you prefer. No, you go ahead. Okay, I will go first. And it is really a box. And it, it is, says it is on really it, Box of Lies. Box of Lies, Alyssa. Although it wouldn't really matter because neither one of us knows what's in either one. Okay. I have in my box what appears to be three photos Okay, I got it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I got it now. Okay. Okay, it's three photos. I thought they were the cast photos from the show Friends, The Office, and Seinfeld, which they are, except Davis and Company employees have been photoshopped onto them, <laughs> which is very good. Very clever. It's got to be true. No, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of stuffed animals. <laughs> Including our friend, the reindeer. I wanted, really wanted to see this. <laughs> okay, let's see how I do. Ready? Okay, Ready? Allison. Allison, what's in your box? I will tell you what's in my box. In my box is a lot of liquor. There's <laughs> Captain Morgan's. There's Absolute. There's, oh my God, I don't even know what that is. There's something unlabeled. That's really scary. And um, there's a... I'm going to take your box home with me. <laughs> This is good for a hard day. And then there are different ways to drink the um, the liquor. There's a chalice. Is that what it's called? There's, there's a shot glass. There's a martini glass. So it looks like a Mad Men type bar right here in this box. I, I, I'm hoping that you are telling the truth. I am lying. <laughs> I was. I told the there truth is about a chalice. the chalice, and I told the truth about Captain Morgan's. But other than that, there's a random guy. I don't know where he's from, and a rhinoceros. I'm not sure what he is. No, he's. Not. Oh no, that's a that he's, he's from Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> he kind of looks like a rhinoceros. He looks like a rhinoceros. Well, it's good. We can both lie and and not be able to tell each well, other that we're lying. Now I think we have to go out for a drink. Yes, and I want to Photoshop everybody onto these. Yeah, me too. Things. Well, thank you again for being here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Let's do it again soon. Yes, next year. Thanks for joining us on Employee Buzz, where we laugh and learn. If you like what you're hearing, go to your podcast platform, iTunes, Podbeam, Stitcher, or Google Play to rate and review. <laughs>